Welcome to the Joshua Morales Podcast. What's up, podcasters? Now, this is a special episode. Well, <laughs> I say that about them all. But I really enjoy chatting with everyone on the podcast and I value the time they give me to be able to present you all with a little bit about who they are, what they do, and how they have done it. I also value your time for listening and I don't take it for granted because I know your time is valuable. This podcast is brought to you by Alamo Digital Agency, which is located in Texas and has helped businesses scale in different industries such as the school system restaurant industry, nonprofit organizations, and small business operations, and they are for hire and come highly recommended by their current clients. You can visit their website at alamodigitalagency.com and see what they're all about. So the fourth annual South Texas International Film Festival has begun, and what it is is it's a four-day festival, September 5th through the 8th, featuring full-length, regional, and short film competitions, screenings, panel discussions, educational workshops, industry expo, and mixers. I thought this next guest would be perfect for this podcast because he has already made films that have been distributed internationally. Pretty cool, huh? So Derek is a film director, producer, writer, and actor originally from New York. Now based in Hong Kong, Derek strives to challenge himself in everything he does. He's written and produced several feature films. Super Capitalist, shot in Hong Kong and New York, and it was released internationally in 2012 with millions of views. Always, a romance drama shot in Hong Kong and Shanghai, released globally in 2016, and has a 8.5 rating in China on QQ with 500,000 views. An Agent, a sci-fi action thriller released in 2017 that was shot entirely in California that explores the origins of the pyramids, Stonehenge, and the Great Wall, as well as alien conspiracies. Recently, he wrote and directed two science fiction short films, directed a television commercial that aired during the World Cup, and filmed the sequel to Agent, Agent 2, this past June. In his spare time, Derek writes two technology columns for the South China Morning Post. He's the creative director for Random Art Workshop Media with Joyce Young, a prominent photographer and producer. And he directs lifestyle branding videos, corporate and music videos, and has had the opportunity to work with some of the greatest stars and brands in entertainment, both in Asia and North America. He loves to travel, play sports, and exercise. He's a former CNN producer, ex-double clicker, now Google, a Mercer consultant, and attended Cornell University. So without further ado, here's our convo. Derek. Hey, Josh. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So it's 10 a.m. over there, right? And it's it's 9 p.m. over here. <laughs> yep, Hong That's Kong pretty, time. Pretty crazy, man. So, so, uh, so Hong Kong's booming, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty happening city. Really? Yeah. So, like the technology, or like how how is it booming per se? Um, I mean, it's it's always building some new tall skyscraper. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a big startup community and technology. 
Um, you know, obviously we get a lot of stuff from the mainland too, so it's it's always busy. You're originally from uh, New York, so you're used to that fast-paced city type of environment, right? I thought so, but even the escalators are faster here. You know, you, <laughs> you could slip. You whoa, that's crazy, man. So, uh, so, just to lay the groundwork for the episode, uh, what is it that you do, and how did you get started doing it? Um, well, I'm a filmmaker. I, I mean, I produce, I direct, and I act, and I write. Um, I, you know, I started out acting um, in New York, and then I just realized, you know, acting is a very it's a very backseat uh, profession. It's a great profession, but. Um, you know, if you want to get into the, more of the uh, overall big picture stuff, you got to make your own stuff. Um, and uh, so I just started making my own short films, and then I, and then I actually gave up acting, moved to Hong Kong, and uh, started working for CNN. So it was like my first kind of it was a transition into media, and I loved that. But then um, I just felt it wasn't making it wasn't making movies, which was really what I was passionate about. So I started writing my first film, Super Capitalists. Um, and I eventually was able to raise the raise the money, cast it, and produce it, and and release it uh, internationally. And so now I've made um, three other features since then, and uh, done a number of projects in between. That's pretty awesome, man. So I watched your uh, your TEDx talk, and you talk about the process of getting your film off the ground, and you talked about how you were your own worst enemy. Uh, what did you mean by that? Um, I mean, there's lots of ups and downs when you're making a film. It's, it's not a short process. It's actually more of a marathon, especially when, um, you know, if you're in the writing process, it takes a long time to perfect it. And then production's really fast. You know, it seems it's, it's amazingly fun uh, and intense, you know, and it might last you only a month. But then afterwards, when you're um, editing and doing all the post-production and then uh, finding distribution, um, you know, that can, that can really, you know, stretch out in time so it's it's uh it's not an easy it's not an easy thing is that uh the average about about a month or three months to to film and then the post-production takes the the longest time i'm assuming i mean it'd be a luxury to have three months you know a lot of productions they'll go even longer like the big hollywood ones but um i think if you're you know being very economical about um the process then um you know i think if you're shooting anywhere between one and two months, that's, that's a decent amount of time. I always wish I had more. So. Yeah. So in, in your TED talk, you talk about risk and learning from rejection and taking massive action. So there's a bunch of people who are just literally sitting on their couch hoping that opportunities are going to come to them. Like, what would you say to those people? Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, the challenge is, I think, I think if you're like, you know, um, naturally bored and gifted with, um, you know, you're super beautiful and you are super great at acting or whatever, whatever, you know, thing that you're interested in, if you naturally have those abilities, then, then, you know, it, it's going to be a lot easier, um, but I think for most of us, we have to, to work for what we want to get, especially if it's like in an area that's just so highly competitive. You know, right. um, I think I think even the top people are always still like moving and shaking. Uh, you know, uh, I look at I look at role models like um, let's say, for example, I like acting. But I also like producing and directing. I mean, you look at look at Eastwood. He makes his own stuff. Um, 
if you look at Tom Cruise, which had you know Fallout, he produce he produces the whole Mission Impossible series. He's not just the actor; he doesn't just show up. Leonardo DiCaprio, he uh, options all the great books and then produces, you know, puts it together. So um, they don't tell you that in film school or any school. They don't tell you that um, if you really want to do something big on a big level that, you know, you should be highly involved. Yeah, I think a lot of people get to a point and they get super comfortable, but it's those those people that are hustling every day. And even when they think they made it, they still go on and go on and still producing all types of uh all types of stuff that to get to the next level because you know as an entrepreneur you're never you're never satisfied oh yeah yeah and it's you know it's it's hard to stay relevant nowadays i mean even my my first my first movie i had so much press um but you know then then you got to make another one and you know then what's the reason you know why should people show up for the second one and third one you know um so it's yeah, it's it's always ongoing, and there's just so much noise nowadays that you have to you have to um, be on top of things. So the lines of traditional media, traditional filmmaking, and digital filmmaking have really blurred in recent years. With social media, obviously, uh, everybody has a platform to push out their content. How can a content creator, video creator, or filmmaker really stand out from the rest? Um. Yeah, I I think if you just make great stuff and focus on the work that's a lot of it sometimes i get caught up on oh what's the marketing aspect of it but um if you do really great work i think that that's important but i also think it's about like doing consistently doing more and learning like each each movie i've done i've always like pushed myself in terms of what's the scope or what is what is the area of interest that have i have i gone there before you know and so um I don't think you you notice as much at the time, but then when you look back, then you're like, oh wow, that's what I did, and then it, it all it kind of all pays off. Now, for example, like if I look on iTunes or something, then I can, it's kind of cool. I can go to a link, and there's like three movies that I've done, you know, nice that are out, and then it's like, oh wow, that's Derek Ting movies or something like that. That's that's kind of cool, you know. <laughs> I don't know. People won't necessarily think that much of it, but when you start building a library of content, then it's then it can can become very powerful, you know. Right. So, so creative people obviously get burned out. How do you? What practices do you use to stay creative? I'm always just thinking of ideas. Like I think curiosity is just super important. I think that sounds you know like anyone can tell you that, but like, um, you know, I I think when you're always thinking about something, then thinking about creativity and you, you can get kind of burnt out. So I also like to enjoy myself. I like to hang out with family and, you know, I, I vacation, I travel, you know, and then I, I, I kind of recuperate and then get back into it again. So it's not just, it's not always on, but if something catches my eye, then of course, then I'm like, Oh, I, I'm going to write that, that idea down. Or if I had like a, a dream and I was like, Oh wow, that's really cool. I'll write that down too. You know? So, Nice. So how do you, how do you, uh, balance life, life and work? You seem like you got it done. I, oh, I man, struggle with that. Man. I, I got a, I got a one-year-old now and he's like, <laughs> he is so amazing, um, and fun, but he requires constant attention. So now like I've had to change 
how I kind of manage my my work and and even playtime too, um, which there isn't much anymore. So um, it's played with him, which is great. I mean, it's uh, but um, yeah, we shot our last film, uh, Agent Two, as a sequel to Agent One in L.A. in June, and uh, we we brought him out, and uh, my wife's mom looked after him while we were making the movie. That's so, pretty awesome, man. Um, yeah, it was it was it was really cool. I was because I was thinking, oh, how am I going to make another one now? Because it's so intense, it's just so time consuming, and you know. So, but we figured it out. You know, you just figure things out, right? So every entrepreneur knows that there's the ups and downs. Can you talk about your most memorable failures and your best wins? Failures, um, man. Uh, well. How many times has somebody said no to me or I just kind of have, you know, you kind of have to have a really thick face. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think there's like, it's like a, like a one big failure. It's more like consistent failures. Like when you, when you put in a lot of time and for, let's say a commercial project and then you don't get it and you're just like, Oh man, put in so much time. And then oh, what do I do now? Okay. I got to move on, do something else. You know, don't let it bug me. Um, that's like, it's like every day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> failure every day is, oh man you know um, yeah i think i think a lot of people that are ditching the nine to five are are figuring that out and then they're going back to their nine to five like you know forget this man they can't oh yeah oh, it's, it's tempting but then you know it's funny because like i think now um since since i went full-time um like things are really like picking up and like finding my groove but even then of course you're still like questioning but like i get um i get projects every so often where I'm like, Oh, I never thought I'd be doing that. You know? Yeah. And you don't, it's not like you're searching for it as much. I mean, you're putting yourself out there, but it's not like, Oh, you know, like, Oh yeah, I expected that. And it's like, no, I did, totally didn't expect that, expected that. And, and it, I think it comes from, um, you know, partly the universe, but also like actually like a lot of the early groundwork, like have, you know, making, uh, good friends and good contacts and, and, um, you know, being nice to people. I think that, that actually pays off. Um, not that it was intended to be paying off, but it's just sort of like, you know, the universe is, is good to you if you're good to the universe. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to, to a buddy of mine about uh, business relationships and personal relationships, and he said that they, they've obviously helped him out a ton. Same, same with me, you know. I treat everybody with respect, and, you know, if I don't get a gig every now and then, I just let it go and just treat them, treat them nice because you never know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people get bummed out too easily, or they just kind of get bitter, and it's just like, why? There's no point. Yeah. Channels. So, what about but, your your memorable wins? Memorable wins. Um, or your best wins. Man, um, I love it all. You know, like whenever you're just. But yeah, I mean, my first movie, like I think that was like, um, you know, when we got when we got a, a release distribution deal. It was actually like. You know, through Warner Brothers at that at that time, you know, couldn't I couldn't really say because it's a new thing. It was like a digital distribution um, day and date, but uh, distributor pitched Warner Brothers, and then um, they said yes. You know, and small our small little indie movie got picked up, and then it went nationwide and internationally too. Um, that was like whoa, and then all the press that we got was awesome. Um, so, but every every movie always was great. Like we had a great right up in timeout and um it did well in china um 
and then an agent my last my last film that got released got picked up by hulu like when it when it when it really gets out there that's, that's like for me that's that's like so you know makes it feel really worth it and enjoyable yeah, and, and I don't think a lot of people understand how, how long it, the actual process takes. Like, they think it just happened right away, and that's not the case. Oh, my God. My dad does that. He's like, hey, you finished with the movie already? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, I was just there in June. <laughs> Dude. He's so, he's, he's, he's a cool guy, man. I, I don't think he, I mean, he's just, you know, old school. Doesn't really even, he's retired, so he doesn't really think about how, how things work, you know? So, yeah. And, he, and of course, entertainment, he has no idea either. I mean, it's just, um, so, yeah, yeah. So, so people my, don't really my, know. <laughs> yeah, my, my podcast uh, audience ranges from entrepreneurs to marketers to, to a lot of creative people. So, what, like, say someone's uh, creating an independent film down here. Like, what's the process? Like, how do you, how do you get it out into the world? Or how, how do you reach out to people? How did you reach out to people? Did um, you just reach out to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I I was selective. I was. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's actually hard to ask for things, you know, especially like if you're looking for investment, it's hard to ask people to invest in you because um yeah, I mean asking anybody for anything, asking anybody for a favor is just tough. Yeah. Um so, but I did but I wasn't afraid to ask, you know. Um I just ask in a very nice way, just you know, hey, what do you think about it? You know, making a movie. If I mean, if someone's passionate about it, then, um, you know, then I then I would you know delve further and send my information and stuff like that. But, but also there, I think there has to be a connection with the person too. Like there have been people that I think probably could have really just made my day, but then I think it would have been a nightmare to work with that person as well. You know, got you. So you're um, pretty selective. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I like like methodically do that i think it's more kind of instinctive like uh i can kind of see where it's going like if i have to spend what two to three years speaking to this person updating this person and they're just not pleasant to be around i think that's just like you know not it's not worth it you know right. no matter if they could you know they could they could do a lot of things i'm just not willing to suffer through that like that you know i want to work with good people that maybe it's the longer road but they have the right attitude in mind and i'm creating the stuff that i want to create you know yeah i think that's super important uh so i'm, I'm a digital marketer obviously and i give out a ton of information for free you know a lot of people will pay for this stuff but can you give us a golden nugget and if so i want to hear details for marketing for marketing for because yeah you have to market your movie or for um, anything in, in general any, anything that you think can be of value to my audience yeah, I mean it. I think, um, I think, I think you know it's. Uh, I mean, I don't want to sound like what everyone. It's like what everyone says, right? Like you're just make good stuff, and then people will will find it. But I think you also have to, um, you know, really reach out and and do do the work. You know, it's it's more about um, you know making yourself do the stuff that's not um not easy it could right. be mundane it could be whatever I, I think i think that's where people stop is like oh i'm too good for that or oh i'm you know i'm not i'm i'm i i can do it 
I, I, I can, I can do it without that, you know, without asking yeah. you, know, you have to, I think you actually have to put yourself out there and, and, uh, uh, and work. There's no easy road. I was just listening to the, the Rocky soundtrack when I work out, like no easy way out. I'm like, yeah, you're right. There is you know? no shortcut home. No, there isn't either. You know, it's just like, it really is that, I mean, that, that is the really success to, you know, for, for any of these guys. I mean, I look at some of these guys who, um, you know, who have like millions of followers and, uh, you know, then I look at the content and I'm like, well, you know, you can see, you can see that actually the content is actually some of this is really not that good, but yeah. they they work hard. Like I mean, they do talk about how they're vlogging every day, or you know, if you're vlogging every day, that takes a lot of time. If I you know I put out like a, a gadget review for the newspaper out here, and that takes me like three days just to do something of quality, you know. So yeah. um, I think I think it's it's about that. It's just just working and getting better, you know, work and get better, get better than everybody else. Like right now, I feel like I've touched on so many disciplines that like, you know, if you put me in a room with who, whoever you think the top guy is in entertainment, then I'll hold my own, you know, and that's it. Just hold your own, be able to hold your own, prepare to hold your own. Got you. So you're pretty, you're a pretty competitive person. You know, I'm, I'm not, well, I'm competitive with myself, you know, I'm, I'm tough on myself. Um, I just want to be like the best version of myself. And it's like, you know, I get, I get, think I get a little upset when I'm not. So. Yeah. I I do the same thing. (laughs) I give myself a hard time, but that's, that's my personality. I think it's our personalities. Yeah. I think maybe it's, you know, maybe you're just, you're just born with it. I don't know. I mean, there's something in there that, that tells you that, you know, you have purpose right um i completely then, agree um but i also th- well you're i you know I, I remember listening to your music i was just like wow this guy's really good you know i think you're also awesome. talented too you know so yeah. it's like you got to be realistic with yourself too i think a lot of people are like oh yeah i can do that i can do what that person does yeah and then they you know they actually don't have the talent in that area so it's, it's just like you know and then they pursue it too you pursue it you got to be realistic with yourself you have the you have like the talent and the ability and then you have the drive those are like you know, um, the three, three pillars, then it's like, okay, you should go do it. So, um, I, I think, you know, they, they talk about that nowadays. It's like, oh, you know, if you got a dream, just go do it. No, I think if you have a dream and you actually show real world as results, then, then you should go keep going. Right. No, I completely agree, man. <laughs> so I'm fascinated with the world of e-commerce. Uh, a buddy of mine has a shop down here and he just hit a, a million dollars in sales online. And the last time I had talked to you on Facebook, you said you were part of the Amazon influencer program. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, well, because I, 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 you know, I write for one of the, the biggest newspapers out here in Asia called the South China Morning Post. Um, you know, uh, I'm starting to get, you know, you get attention and I, and I see that's, you know, uh, I, I recommend products. Um, it's, I, I think YouTubers have been doing it for a long time and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a YouTuber. I like to make my films, but I'm kind of, um, and I kind of, i kind of fell into the gadget review stuff. So, but, um, but yeah, but I, I think what's cool is that I actually pick stuff out 
that I think people should buy. And it's just practical stuff. Like I don't, I don't get into the nitty gritty detail stuff where it's like, Oh yeah, this thing is like, um, like this computer is, you know, 1% faster than the other. I don't think that really matters. I just, I just put down stuff that I think I ended up using. And then I thought was good. For example, like on agent two, um, I got a bunch of stuff sponsored, but I also bought a lot of stuff on Amazon. So I put, I put up stuff that I, that I bought that I thought, you know, was really helpful. Um, gotcha, man. So we're coming close to the end of the podcast, but I want to make sure that everybody can find you and find your work. So where can everybody find you? Um, you know, I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, my, my handle is at D K T I N G. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. I got a Facebook page, Derek Ting FP. Um, yeah, I mean, those are great ways to find me. I'm on Twitter as well. Derek Ting, not, um, that's my handle, but it's not as much. Um, agent, our sequel that's coming out, um, at agent, the movie is also, you know, we, we put a lot of stuff on there about what's coming out and there's, that's really fun. I'm really excited about that because we have really cool cast. Um, Michael Dorn, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but uh, if you're sci-fi, you should. He's uh, He plays War from Star Trek. He's in it. Um, Kayla Ewell from Vampire Diaries. Um, Teo Briones, Wind River. Matt, who's like this huge airsoft and gaming um, influencer. A lot of good cast in that. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. So, Derek, I, I thank you for your time. I appreciate your time, man. And uh, thanks for coming on my podcast. Hey, my pleasure, man. It was really cool talking to you and, um, you know, yeah, let's talk again. Definitely, man. I'll keep in touch. All right. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Welcome to the Joshua Morales podcast.